All right, so we're back here on another Couch Coach Live. Couch Coaches, we are back. We're here for another Tuesday edition of Couch Coach Live. I know we hit you with a little audible last week uh, when we did a Thursday show, but we back here on our regularly scheduled time. We got uh, we got special guests in the building. We got our guy Jalen on Popular Podcast. How you doing? I appreciate the invitation, man. It's an honor for real, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Then, and, of course, my guy Maui. What's going on, Maui? Well, and chill another week. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. We are we gonna are we gonna discuss what we supposed to discuss? Um, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying since y'all since y'all dodging stuff. You know what y'all playing? Oh. Rope dope. Well, I mean, you guys. Do- so I mean, I, I almost I kind of nailed it. Oh, they kind of nailed it. I, I mean, remember the last playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. But I mean, yeah. I'm talking about as far as as far as your. Your uh, your Lakers. Oh, oh, don't throw it back over here, man. Yeah. Don't, throw, don't, but, throw, I mean, don't throw it back over here, okay? <laughs> I, I, I think I, I think that that um, I, I look at LA, the two LAs maybe on a potential uh, collision course, and the winner of that collision course might get some wings in in, in return. Could get some uh, Fourth of, of July after Fourth of July dinner on one of on one of our. Uh, <laughs> one of our dabs. Yeah. I, I know my, I, I know our guest is ready for the show to go. Man, you are talking about the Clippers. Wizards I know, and, and you're talking about you talk about the Lakers who aren't who their superstar isn't 100 percent healthy. And he's, and, and he's going against uh what What'd he said MVP of our league. Wizards and four. I'm, I'm against going who? Wizards and four. Against who? Um, who? Wizards, uh, Wizards, Wizards against the Lakers in the finals. Wizards. In the <laughs> I got it. I'm here. <laughs> okay, you, you, man, you're, I would you're, love that. Man, you're <laughs> <laughs> unpopular. <laughs> you're hey. living up to the march of unpopular. That's definitely an unpopular opinion. <laughs> hey, it is, man. I'm riding with my boys. <laughs> it's unpopular slash hot take. I <laughs> love that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll get wings, and I would love to go see one of them yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'll go to home then. I'll go to everyone. They thousand dollars over. Really? Nah, I know, right? But I'm hey, I'm gonna go until the wheels fall off, man. I mean, potentially got Brooklyn if you win tonight, or Philly if you, you know. I'd rather see Brooklyn. I'd rather see Brooklyn right now. I'm not gonna yes. lie. I, don't know. I don't know, but yeah. it, you got to, y'all got to win tonight because you yeah. got to think about yeah, if you win right. tonight, you you got this Pacers team that's blowing a brace out for Indiana they, at they, this point. Jesus, I don't know what's going on. With but Charlotte. I I don't know. I, I think it, like they said, just, they're young, they're young guys, and it's just I just think it's just it's it's just it's bad, inexperience. I guess. But at least, but at least if y'all do have to play them potentially. They'd be up without Karis LeVert. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. You're going to playoffs at this point. I mean, I, I, I mean I'm just being real. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we got fashion. You know, you know, Wizards can pull the Wizards, man. They do good until they gain, they, they have to. And all of a sudden, Russell Westbrook goes 0 for 19. Bradley Bill, for some reason, starts missing layups. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not wishing it upon us, but you know what? You know, the Wizards will find a way if they have to find a way. Yeah, and that's the thing where, hey, who's to say? I mean, it's to a point now where, yeah, hey, I, but I think for sure y'all, y'all guys are being, mm-hmm. y'all, you know, you either oh. be, you either be 
in Philly, or you'll be in Brooklyn on uh, what? Probably Saturday. And just need, we just need a shot. <laughs> All we need is a shot. Hey, I think you're about to get the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. I don't. The thing about this is, I don't necessarily think that they're going to be. Um, that you know, as far as Indiana is going to pose a threat to you guys if you guys do play potentially, yeah. but yeah, yeah, well, I never know. But yeah, so um, so tonight we are giving out our NBA awards. So we'll be talking about that and then also doing some superlatives throughout the show as well. So without further ado, let me kick that intro and get the show started. All right, so we are back here. So let's do our NBA awards. Um, we'll start it off first things first. Who is the uh, your MVP, or as LeBron say, the MVP of our league? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with you first, Jalen. Who's your uh, Who's your MVP? Well, I've been on. A, I've been saying this for a while now. Um, we need to really determine. We need to really. The NBA has to do a better job in determining and sticking to what an MVP is because some years is narrative based. Some years is the best player. Uh, we need to determine what it is. If we're talking about value, like most valuable player, I would say Steph. Um, but my MVP this year, I'm going to go with Jokic. That's kind of, he, he seems like the clear cut MVP at this point. He's the only player in the running that's played all the games. Um, especially when Jamal Murray went down and he was able to kind of carry the or steer the ship. Even though he is the leader of the team, Jamal Murray is a big cog and you lose Jamal Murray that, that you know. But he was able to do that. I think, and I've said this before, I don't know if it's an unpopular take or not, but I've said he's one of the most skilled big men the league has ever seen. And when we talk about his passing ability, uh, the way that he's able to score in his, in his manners. And I just think that, He's been more consistent as terms of when, when they talk about NBA rankings and stuff, he's been pretty much one or two the entire season. So mm-hmm. while I think that if we're just talking about valuable, Steph Curry uh, could be up there. Uh, Chris Paul could be up there. Jimmy Butler can be up there. But I think that is going to go to Nikola Jokic and, you know, rightfully so. He's He's been pretty much up there the entire season. Yeah, big time. Who, who you got, Maui? I mean, I got I got Joker too, man. You know, I, I definitely the excitement part of it, and uh, we didn't think the um, that the Warriors would be where they're at, especially with the team that they got. And Steph, you know, he did what you're supposed to do when you're a superstar. You just do what you do. But I, I you know, when I really looked at it, I mean, he's a point guard. I don't mean no no offense, but I mean, look at his assists. You know what I mean? Even though he's scoring all the points, but. You know, and then when I looked at it, you got to look at the big man, like, you know, like Joker is averaging almost eight assists a game. Like, he all around, if I had to say most valuable player, I definitely would say is it at least Embiid or the Joker. It's just even Giannis, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you really look at all the numbers, and I, I you know, Steph is going to get what Steph did here in the playoffs, well, he in the playing game, and most likely going to be in the playoffs, and he most likely going to get a scoring title. The only, I don't mean to, I don't mean to cut you off, Coach. The only, mm-hmm. the only thing I would say about that 
is while yes, you can look at the assist and he's a point guard, I would mm-hmm. think I would say as an argument, look at who he has to assist to. Like yeah, when, you have, when you have Jordan Poole, Damian Lee, when you have uh uh young guys like that, Kavon Looney playing major minutes compared mm-hmm. to Joker, when you have you know uh, Michael Michael uh, Michael Porter Jr., you have Will Barton, you have some pretty good pieces. I would mm-hmm. I do agree with the fact that he, as far as Nikola Jokic is, does get his player you know the players around him involved a lot more. But mm-hmm. I also would look at the the offense that Golden State runs, especially with Clay out and Steph Curry pretty much being their their main source of scoring, I would mm-hmm. I would feel I, to me it would look weird, and I think the team would not be as successful if right. Curry's right. assists were up and his scoring was down. So, but I agree right. and, and I, I'm with you on that, and I'm happy you said that. But when you look at it, the other two candidates most likely going can win. It's like they're most likely going to win the championship this year. You know what I'm saying? They they have a better rating, and I, and I think that if he was, and they may figure it out. Mm-hmm. Down if they get deeper in the playoffs, that I got to get these other guys in because he, you know, what I'm saying you do it all yourself. But he did what he was supposed to do was mm-hmm. make them overachieve by doing his game. So I, I get it, you know what I'm saying. But when I was just breaking it down and looking at it, I was like, okay, think about it, man. How more scary they would be if his assist was up a little bit more. You know what I mean? I understand. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man's got to go to Steph. Um, even though I know Jokic's gonna win, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. By, it, by virtue of it, but my biggest thing, um, especially when we were previewing the Western Conference, we figured that Steph was gonna somewhat low key struggle because he didn't have Clay as his crutch, where he was gonna get like used and abused essentially as far as like he's not gonna be able to get good looks per mm-hmm. se. You know, as far as you know, he would uh, with that's concerned. But he averaged thirty two a game. He let his Golden State team to to eighth seed in the Western Conference, which mm-hmm. I didn't think. I, I kind of figured they were going to be in this kind of way, but a lot of people had them. That was that was a team that kind of everybody looked at. No one was really defending. People had them. I remember somebody even had them second in the West. Mm-hmm. I've had people even having them being like tenth or eleventh, not even making the play in yeah. at mm-hmm. that point. So mm-hmm. I mean, so I look at that situation uh, with him. What he would go to say, he's pretty much single handedly. Uh, leading this team, and I mean that's that's the biggest thing um, mm-hmm. with that. I mean to cut you off, and what I would say to that as well is look at the players around him. It's, and, and the right. main right. that I want right. to I would focus on is Andrew Wiggins. We've been talking about Andrew Wiggins doesn't have you know like what's wrong with Andrew Wiggins? You're a number one overall pick, and you just don't have the motor. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I don't think it's a coincidence that the first year he plays alongside Steph. He has career year. He is having his best right. year he's ever had. So, again, I, I I agree with the fact that um, Steph is definitely up there, and I would I'm, I'm we know he's not going to win, but right. I would definitely give it to Jokic or Embiid or something. But I, I agree with the fact that Steph Curry, while you can look at the scoring, and that's definitely most important when we talk about his game. Mm-hmm. You really want to talk about value. Look at the players around him. Look at the right. fact that Jordan Poole is now an option. Damian Lee is an important player. Andrew Wiggins is having right. the best season uh, right. of his career. So, you know, I, I I agree with everything you guys said, man. Yeah, big time. Um, so moving on along to our awards, rookie of the year. Who you got, Jalen? I'm going to go with you first. Well, here's the thing, man. Um, 
I it's okay. So, and I said this on my podcast, and I'm gonna drop. I'm dropping on Saturday. The reason I'm first, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm gonna go with Anthony Edwards, and this is why I'm gonna go with Anthony Edwards. I'm gonna go with Anthony Edwards because when him and and Lamelo Ball were playing, of course, I would say Lamelo Ball had the lead. But I don't think that he has such a sizable lead that he can miss as much time as he missed and, and Anthony Edwards play as good as he had, and his lead will stay the same. So with LaMelo Ball being out and, and Anthony Edwards playing as good as he was now, of course, Minnesota still ain't winning no games, but playing as good as he was, I believe that he closed the gap. And when LaMelo Ball came back, a lot of people, of course, the media want to look at LaMelo Ball. He's exciting. All the lobs that he did with Bridges and everything is good. But that means the attention went away from Anthony Edwards, even though Anthony Edwards has been hooping still. Anthony Edwards just yeah. had like a 30-point game like the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while, yes, the mellow ball has been incredible, and he he has been pretty much the life force for uh, Charlotte, because that time missed – and while he missed that time, Anthony Edwards was still good and he was still producing at a high level. I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards uh, for my rookie of the year. Right, right. right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yo, I'm with you. And I ain't – everything that you said, I'm with you. I just wrote down the numbers, right? Yeah. But marketing standpoint, like I always say, they they're going to want it to be LaMelo. Of course. You know what I mean? So, I'm, you know, it's hard to do it. We got to make a decision. But I'm going to pick Anthony also because I feel like he played for – he's not the – like, LaMelo went basically to the Hornets to be the star player of the team. Exactly. <laughs> basically, he was. You know what I'm saying? And and um, Edwards, he's not the star player of that team, and he still is balling. You know what I mean? He's still balling. So, I'm going to second with you. I'm going to give that to him because that's – that's really when we are watching basketball. That's the type of stuff we post. We supposed to say, "Hey, it really should be him." But we yeah. understand this is entertainment, and y'all want to give it to that one right there. You yeah. know what I mean? But I'm gonna give it to Anthony also. 18 points a game. I mean, four rebounds. I mean, on three re- average, three rebounds. I mean, come on, man. Not to, mention, not to mention the fact that even alongside Carl Anthony Towns, if you look at late game situations, they run plays through Anthony Edwards. For him, Anthony, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, this is not, nothing against the mellow ball. He's been great too. But like I said, I just don't think he closed that gap. Uh, I think, let me mm-hmm. say this, I think that Anthony Edwards closed that gap once the mellow ball was out. And while the mellow right. ball has come back and he's played well, Anthony Edwards has remained and, and, and still been playing good. So I, you know, I, I we're, we're here with it. We're here with it. Right. Quick question. Do you think that if if Minnesota would have started winning like more games on a, on a like, decent win streak, they that it, it would have it would have they would have recognized basically what you're saying? I honestly don't. I honestly think that once the narrative has been placed, I mean, we all know I'm not I mean, it, I would be naive to say that LaMelo Ball is not a more exciting player than Anthony Edwards. Of course, Anthony Edwards has the dunks, and he, he, you know, we know what he did to, you know, a couple players dunk wise. But I would be naive in saying that if if I lived, if they if they both played for the same team in the in, in the same state that I'm living in, and I had a chance mm-hmm. to Anthony Edwards to go see Lamelo Ball. I'm picking Lamelo Ball nine times. Right. Out of but right. And, and of course, again, this you know, Melo Ball has been playing well, but I just think that the market that you're in, and of course, once you know, hell, it's kind of like the Zion effect. 
we right. looked at Zion all year, even though he missed a whole bunch of time, and it's like, okay, but what's what's, what's everyone else doing? And then once once mm-hmm. Zion, Zion came, they were just like, you know, this this is the greatest player ever since Braun. I was like, hold on now, like, whoa, he's good. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that even if they were number one in the East or West, I still don't think that. Really? I, I still don't think that. I'm okay. Let me chill out. Maybe number one. I'll say this. If LaMelo Ball, which he is in the plan, and uh, and Anthony Edwards in the plan, I still think they'd give it to uh, LaMelo Ball, honestly. Yeah. Um, Matt's got to be Anthony Edwards as well. I think just the simple fact of him averaging damn near 20 points a game. Yeah. Uh, and and the thing about the whole mellow thing, it kind of cancels out. Look what's going on now. They're getting beat by 30. So it's almost like I would have just been Cancun on three three days ago instead <laughs> of you know instead of going on now. I mean, but yeah, what Anthony Edwards did, and then it's just a simple fact of just that Minnesota team. You just it's just <laughs> there's a lot wrong with it, man. There's a lot wrong, and I, I just don't know how to fix or ratify the situation. Honestly, it's just I, I had an episode. I had an episode uh, probably a couple weeks ago where I put on my GM hat and I fixed the Minnesota Timberwolves, and it was man, I was a long episode because there's a yeah. lot. There's a lot that I have. It starts from the ground up, man. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot, but. I, <laughs> Anthony Edwards has been straight this is this whole year. It's just the team's garbage. So yeah, and you know I would give Melo honorable mention, and then also uh, Tyrese Halliburton. I would give him honorable mention. Yeah. But yeah. Other than that, it's just the rookie class is, is pretty much one side, and then also Anthony Edwards is a certified uh, personality. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what? <laughs> the sad thing too is there's a lot of rookies that most likely um, didn't really get a chance. They don't get the minutes. And they probably could be they probably better than the ones that we're talking about, but they just didn't get the minutes or or they coach really don't like playing young players. It's stuff like that that'd be really, you know, excuse my language, but really pissing me off because I'm like, are you trying to win or what? You know what not, I mean? Not to mention injuries definitely affect all of yeah. Cause right. uh I I was one of the people when he was playing, I I could have made an argument that James Wiseman could have been a rookie yeah. Yeah, yeah. playing mm-hmm. state. So Injuries and playing time and opportunity definitely affects these. This at least, yeah, man. Yeah, and it's funny. I almost forgot about James Wiseman because of just the injury and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was on pace. Just imagine if he would have been in this with this team, yeah. making his playoff run. He was getting better week in and week out. Like he was getting. Like I've seen a lot of improvement in him um, up until that point. But yeah, so it's unanimous as far as Anthony Edwards is concerned. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. six man. I'm gonna go with you first. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you first, Jim. My fault, my fault. I'm gonna throw in a. I, I'm gonna throw in someone that I don't think a lot of people would think. I'm gonna throw. With, I'm gonna go with Derrick Rose. Um, I think Derrick Rose has been a very important piece for uh, the the Knicks. Now, of course, we know that the most important player for the Knicks right now is Julius Randle, but you can see a correlation to, especially the bench scoring, getting a lot better once Derrick Rose came into the team. And, of course, you have the young guard, Emmanuel Quickly. Uh, you have you have some of the young pieces. But you look at, one, the bench scoring, and, of course, it went up. Then I look at how has 
the players that kind of play the same position as Derrick Rose played since he's been there. And we've seen an uptick in, in confidence and scoring in RJ Barrett. We've seen, mm-hmm. we've seen the team just, uh, especially the, the people other than Julius Randle. Um, we've seen them a lot better. So I would say my six man will go to Derrick Rose for me. Yeah. Who you got Maui? Who's your six man? I mean, I put um Clarkson, man, but I put, um I got actually D Rose after him, you know what I mean? Cause um, I don't know. Like I, I was thinking about the six man. Like, is, is the six man really a bench player? Because D Rose plays a lot of minutes, man. Yes. You know what I mean. So he's damn near like a starter. You know what I mean. And then when I look at Clarkson, I, I really, I, I maybe I'm wrong for that. I really look at him more as I think now he's a six man, but I think he he more of just a bench player. They just really threw out there, but now he's knocking down shots. Yes. And then Donald Mitchell being hurt, now he's becoming that big thing. Like like for instance. Um, 2016 Cavs <laughs> was Mo Williams really the six man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Was you really looking like he gonna be a threat? He gonna get the team? You know what I mean? Like, but um, I'm gonna give it to Clarkson. Man, he been really balling. He kind of stayed. You know, he stepped up um, since Mitchell been down. You know, been knocking down shots. You know, um, but hey, I ain't mad at D Rose. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Who else did I put? Um. I did put Dra- Dragic, but I think they put him back in the in the starting. They put him back in the starting five, right? Yeah. Once, yeah. um, yeah, because I know he was coming off the bench. I thought that was kind of smart because he's really a starter, and um, that helped they bench. You know what I mean? But um, and also put Tim Hardaway Jr. But you know he struggled a little bit towards the end. But I'm um, I'm not mad at D Rose, man. Yeah, uh, man, it's, it's got to go to um, Jordan Clarkson. Um, he's another mm-hmm. one. Um. I mean, it's almost it's it's weird to think like you know a guy who's essentially playing on the number one team in the Western Conference, right? He's come, he's averaging 18, 18 points per game coming right. off the bench for that team, and he's kind of really helped spearhead mm-hmm. um, that team big time. So I definitely right. look at Jordan Clarkson, and then also I can make a, a semi argument to um, Joe Ingles. Yeah. And yeah. the funny thing about it is it's it's not as close as how it was like last year, like with Lou Will um and um and Tr- Montrez Harrell have remember how they were kind of like kind of jumping yeah. between the two and mm-hmm. um as far as teammates wise, as far as being six men. So um Matt's definitely gotta go to Jordan Clarkson, but definitely honorable mention, um, like you said, at D Rose as well, and then also Joe Ingles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, big time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Defensive player of the year. Who you this got, Maui? Who you got, Maui? Um, um, uh, I, I I put Rudy Gobert, but one more. more. I, I'm gonna give it to Ben Simmons, man. You know what I'm saying? Because Ben Simmons, like he said, you know, Rudy played him. He, he got 42 on him, like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. Ben sticks a lot of different positions. He put, you know what I mean. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna go into depth, but you know what I'm saying? Because I got a lot more stuff for Rudy. But once I started looking up some stuff, I was like, you know what? It could easily be Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? So I'm going to yeah, pick Ben. Oh, you got Jelly? All right. So this entire, <laughs> this entire year, I've been with you, Molly. I've been Ben Simmons to the death. Yeah. I've been like, Ben Simmons has to guard. He can guard anything from the one to the five. One uh, to five, right. Ben Simmons, uh, his length and his, his quickness allows him to be a unique defender. Uh, more like a hybrid Draymond Green as far as defense, in my opinion. Until I saw the stat yesterday, <laughs> I didn't realize that with Rudy Gobert on the floor, teams are shooting 28% on 
I was like, good yeah. God. Um, yeah. Not to mention the fact that I think he's what, uh, third or second or third in blocks. Second um, in blocks, yeah. Second in blocks. And of course, he's averaging 14 and 14. And a lot of the reasons why, especially with Donovan Mitchell going out, but Donovan Mitchell going out, their, their offense didn't increase, their defense increased. And that's mm. the reason why they were able to stay afloat. And even though I might, I mean, of course, Rudy Gobert is not the most pleasurable player to, to <laughs> invest in. But I, that that the fact that 28%, like, uh, as a team, and I think that 28% goes down to, like, 14 or 15% at the rim, uh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go with Don, uh, Rudy Gobert as the um, defensive player of the year for me. Yeah. Um, Mask, Ben Simmons. Um, I've been I, – we did, uh, I think, midseason once. I, I still have him as, I, as my defensive player of the year. So yes, Ben Simmons, like you said, he's the guy that's able to lock up your defend your perimeter defender, and he's been doing a pretty good job with that for the most part. Let me let me. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Ask a question. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Do you why do you do you think that pe- why do you think that people don't get tired of voting one person for the defensive player of the year before, more than they get tired of voting one person for like MVP or or something like that? You know, it's weird because it, it, that's another thing, too, where this position in a weird way, it, you don't, you, like you said, it don't get that fatigue thing. Yeah. You know how, like, normally, because I remember at one time they were, um, like, six-man fatigue. When we Remember, like, Lou Will used to win, like, three, like, four Jamal years. Crawford. And Jamal, Jamal Crawford. Yeah. And, like, you look at, <clears throat> there's, like, multiple. You, right. You think about this award in a weird way. There's been like a second one. You look at like like Ben Wallace. You look at like Dwight Howard, Draymond Green, Draymond Green, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and these guys are like multiple. And that's because I I think at the end of the day, defense isn't like you said. Defense isn't sexy. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a situation where people just look at that and say, "Well, whoever you know." Like, cause we look, I looked at Kawhi for many years. Like, well, he's the best perimeter defender. Exactly. Sign him up. And, I mean, and Dwight Howard leads the league in blocks. Yeah, sign him up. And it's like you know, <laughs> and if he wins, of course, Rudy Gobert will be his third. This will be his third uh, defensive play of the year in four years. Yep. And we're over here fighting. You know, the the fight is okay. Well, if LeBron James is the best player, why is it that he only has four MVPs? But right. Rudy Gobert is about to have this third, and nobody's like, yeah. Well, it's Rudy. It's just, it just, I just think it's yeah. funny how we have fatigue for some awards, but, but not for others. So it's crazy. Right? I know because I, I I think defense isn't sexy. It ain't like something that many people care as far as from a novice. And I honestly, probably even people who vote. <laughs> Probably just be like, mm, hey, like they probably don't watch the games. You're like, oh, who, Rudy, who? Okay. How right. many, how many, uh, oh, how many blocks? Okay, almost yeah. just like the NFL. Remember yeah. how like NFL, a lot of guys who made the Pro Bowl, and it's yeah. just like, how in the hell they made the Pro Bowl over this person? Hey, right. <laughs> yeah, you remember, you remember the year, uh, Mark Mark Gasol won the Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't make a defensive all team. So it's like that really showed. Mm, like, so you're I mean. You're telling me Marcus yeah. was better than LeBron James, or how is it that? I mean, he's of course great, but how is it that JJ Watt is always in the in the defensive play of the year discussion? Right. But, but the, the the Texans give up the most touchdowns in the league. It's it's always crazy. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. 
Yeah, because Marcus Ole, I ain't gonna front. Marcus Ole was like the, the defensive MVP of the, of the bubble. Yeah. Put some, put some respect on little Marcus Ole name. Uh, I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> stupid, man. But yeah, I know it's it's just a weird. It's that's that award is always like kind of the one where it's like, all right, like you said, it's the one I think people kind of mm-hmm. just be like, check, you know, yeah. they kind of ignore it. Yeah, I think it's so, just they don't know how to, you know, it's not it's not sexy. You know what I mean? Right. Defense mm-hmm. is just not sexy, you know. But we know how you don't win championships without it. You don't move forward without defense. You know what I mean? Right. Not to mention, this is probably the only statistic. This is probably the only award where the player, a lot of their defensive, uh, defensive, it, a lot of their their impact on the game isn't on the stat sheet. So you right, really right, watch their right. games to to see okay who's the defender of the year. So yeah, you yeah, yeah, right. It is bizarre, but um, coach of the year, who you got, Maui? Your coach of the year. Man, uh, I'm giving it to Monty Williams, man. Uh, the Suns was 34 and 39 last year, and they are 51 21. They they win that bubble, and they have not stopped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, 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 you know, I I agree wholeheartedly, man. If there was a number two, uh, I would probably have to go with Doc Rivers. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. things, things though, what he did, I. I was one of the people, and I put it on my podcast, it's going to drop tomorrow. I was one of the people that said, yo, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid cannot play together. Like, they, right. it's not going to work. And Doc Simmons, Doc, Doc Simmons, Doc <laughs> comes on, and and they're, what, number one in the East. Uh, yeah. But I agree with you. It has to go to Monty Williams. Uh, hell, mm-hmm. Phoenix was so bad last year, even with Devin Booker and stuff, that they go 8-0 in the, in the bubble and don't even, and still don't make the plan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I think Monty Williams, and especially when you when you talk he talk about his story and what happened in New Orleans, yeah. uh, with his wife yeah. and stuff, yeah, he he's definitely had a long road, and you know, I, I'm not just it's not just like a lifetime achievement award, but what he's done with Phoenix has been incredible in my opinion. Uh, so I definitely agree, right. with Monty Williams. Yeah. And you know, quiet is kept. That you know, that year of the of that tragedy, that was kind of one could be one of those years that he was going to make a coach. He was going to be a coach in in the NBA. Yeah. So that's one of the things where you look at just how the you know the you know how things happen, mm-hmm. and you know, so definitely huge shot of money. But Max, it's got to go to Tibbs. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one thing. And so when he got hired with the Knicks, I was not a fan of that. I didn't think this team. That 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 roster that was constructed at that point was gonna gonna be able to handle um, Tibbs coaching. I figured he was. This was gonna be like kind of the year where they just play it, and then they get ready for this free agent class of twenty twenty one. It was gonna reload, especially when you look at bringing in Leon Rose and uh, World Wide West. I kept on thinking to myself, well, I don't think nobody on this team is going. I mean, I, I knew it was gonna be some pieces that would be here and there, but but for them to be fourth in the Eastern Conference, yeah. We're, we're going to have a home playoff game in Madison Square Garden on Sunday. <laughs> How? And it's, and it's because of Tibbs. And that's, yeah, that, and that's, the, and that's the beauty thing about all this. And I definitely think he's um, what he's doing and, and how he's doing it with these players. And that's another indication, um, indic- indicative of his coaching style. You know, it didn't work out in Minnesota. It worked out in Chicago. And it's now working out in New York. And he got the guys – 
you know, playing hard and he's gotten to a point tired. where they yeah. well, hey, yeah, I know. Tired. And that's the thing, yeah, they're tired, but in the same token, <laughs> yeah. they, they young guys, they young, they they hungry, mm-hmm. they gym rats. So mm-hmm. they can they they'll be able to handle that. That's and he and I think this is and it's funny, this is a perfect team for him. You know, I and I kept on saying, Well, this ain't the right coach for these players, which proved me wrong. So definitely gotta have a little egg on my face and definitely huge shout out to Tibbs, man. And he'll definitely, I think, in my first opinion, he should be the coach of the year. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Man, I ain't mad at that either, man. Yeah. Seems like it's at that type of season, man. It's just like it's right. a lot of um, a lot of success, a lot of different, you know, little a lot of different things, man. Like a lot of a lot of changes, bro. You know what I mean? Who'd have thought, man? Who'd have thought Boston would be where they're at? Man? Right. The New York Knicks is hosting a playoff game Sunday afternoon in the Garden. And Boston is fighting for their lives tonight. <laughs> like, in a playing game. Wow. I, I mean, <laughs> we're sitting here days away from having a, a home playoff game in Mass Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? But hey, we're here for it. That's why. That's why you don't play games on paper. You play games on the court. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do a little superlatives and kind of you know get those out of the way, fellas. So let's talk about so which non-playoff team are you looking forward to seeing next season? I'm gonna go with you first, Maui. Who you got? Man, I, I got a couple. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um yeah. I'm really interested to see about the Rockets after all the drama. And, you know, the necessary moves they're going to make, you know, because I know they're rebuilding. Everybody left at the same time. And then people said, you know, I got you. Well, go ahead and get rid of me, too. I can't deal with this. You know, <laughs> you know I want to see what the Thunder, since they got all those picks, you know what I'm saying? I want to see what they're going to do. I'm interested to see what the Timberwolves is going to do. You know, I know, um, you know, with, you know, with Edwards and, and, and Carl Anthony after, you know, dealing with his mom passing and then um, – them buying the team, the team being sold and all that. I just wanted, you know, then definitely the, the Raptors. Um, I like Nick Nurse, so I just want to see what they're going to do <laughs> is it to yeah. get back to where they're at, you know, where they're at, because they're another shock. I didn't think that they were going to be where they're at right now, you know. Um, and Last but not least, uh, your Bulls. You know, you yep. got you know you got the coach, and I really thought they were gonna be better than what they are. You know what I mean? But you know, it's only one season, so I'm really interested to see if they go sign some people they supposed to sign and what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. and the, no no draft pick, so not looking forward to the draft lottery. <laughs> so I mean, hey, I guess what what Perk said, Vukovic. That's our first round pick, essentially. You know, and yeah, um, yeah, like you said, Houston, Kevin Porter Jr. But you know, Mm. the second biggest regret from Cleveland, let LeBron James walk and then changing Kevin Kevin Porter Jr.'s locker and having an outburst. (laughs) That boy balling, (laughs) that might have been the best thing to happen to him, right. So yeah, but, <laughs> like, he have a Swinson's burger. He's like, damn, I can't get <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Like it just I could I couldn't put it was hard for me to put one team. Like yeah, it's no, just it's interesting good. to me, man. You know, it's just hard, bro. So yeah, man. Let's yeah. see what they're gonna do. What you got, Jalen? Well, I kinda had a lot of teams too. Mm-hmm. But, right. 
I don't want to cheat. I'm going to say one. And I'm going to say the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'm going to say the Cleveland okay. Cavaliers because this is the second year in a row that we've heard teammates have a problem with Colin Sexton. Uh, I want to know what they're going to do with that. You know, you got Sex Town, which I hate. Oh, Sex Land. Yeah, Sex Land with, with Arlen and him. I hate that. But it's like we know the play style that, that Colin, Colin Sexton has. It's, it's a – it's a crazy play style, and it's like, what are they going to do with that? Uh, of course, I mean, hell, I'll cheat. It is what it is. Um, of course, the Bulls as well, seeing as that they don't have any draft picks. I do want to know what they're going to do with Zach Levine because it seems like he's been on the yeah. for like two or three years now. And the same thing with Minnesota as what they're going to do with Carl Anthony Towns. I understand that he's, of course, what happened the tragedy with his right. mom. It's not going to look good in the organization right. to trade him. Right. However, we've heard you know, stories that they're, they've been looking for a minute seeing as though, cause they don't know if he, and I said this on the episode a couple of, a couple weeks ago is Carl Anthony Towns really a centerpiece. Yeah. He's an incredible player, but they built that team around him. And as we've seen the success that they've had, even with a Derrick Rose, even with a Rubio, even with an Andrew Wiggins. So the, I'll say uh, Minnesota, Chicago, and um, uh, Cleveland. Cause what are they going to do with some of their star pieces? And also with Chicago, what they're going to do with Laurie, Laurie Marketing. So, you know, those are those are my those are my teams. Yeah, and I have like a multitude of teams, but I like you said, I'm gonna keep it with one: mm-hmm. the Sacramento Kings. Uh, um, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm thinking your I'm thinking your boy about to about to get fired, man. <laughs> little Luke, <laughs> little Luke, about to be. I think little Luke might be gone. You might be potentially. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious if they're going to have a new head coach. Um, and just, um, you know, now, you know, De'Aaron Fox um, pretty much is a borderline all-star. Sucks for him to be in the, in the Western Conference, definitely as far as loaded with all those guards. And, and then also huh? – What are they going to do with Marvin Bagley, man? Right. Man. And that's another thing, too, where – it's him and then you got a you know establishment with Hollaberg. I think he's definitely gonna be there um to stay. He's gonna be definitely a, a pivotal piece. And what what my little nephew, Lil Harrison, Lil Harrison Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> what am gonna do with my little nephew? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little I'm a little worried about my nephew. I mean, I wanted to go somewhere, you know. I want, I want I want him to be loved. I want him to be celebrated. I want him, I want him to be celebrated, not tolerated. He'll be in he'll be in Charlotte. He'll be in Charlotte. <laughs> after what happened, after what happened, and I will go look. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this for the longest. Harrison Barnes is the main reason why Golden State did not win in 2016. Of course, okay. yeah, we know. Of course. I think I think people around the league know that too. Uh, which is why you allow someone like Harrison Barnes to get traded in the middle of the game. Uh, so, and I'm not saying he's bad, but you know, it's he's gonna end up on like New Orleans, and then we're just gonna forget that he exists. Unfortunately, oh, I'm a Tar Heel fan, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. who, who doesn't who doesn't love that precocious five star athlete out of Ames, Iowa? I mean, <laughs> oh come my on, God, now. this guy. What? I, I got a question. That's my guy. Oh my god! I got to ride. I got to ride for Harrison Bowens. Hey, I got a question. What do y'all think? What 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 place will you think Carl Anthony Towns will go? 
I actually think that he should go. He should be. He should go and start like start somewhere new. Where would y'all like to see him go? I wouldn't mind seeing them in Phoenix. Mm, that's good. I wasn't thinking that. I wouldn't mind seeing him go to Go where? Go state. Go state. I, I would. I yeah, I wouldn't mind that either. I don't think he should go to a place where he has to be the man. I think that um, he wants to. I think he needs to play with along. Well, it's tough, man, because he's played along. He's played alongside someone with a with a fiery temperament and Jimmy Butler. And we see how that went down. So I don't right. know how he'll be with with Draymond Green, but I do think the 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 calming water to that team and that would help him is Steph. Uh, and then of course, if he goes to Golden State. You also have Clay uh, coming, and then, but then you got James Wiseman. I don't. That's tough, man. Yeah. That's tough because I think I also I also like to see him maybe in Washington. You know, alongside Brad and 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 West. Yeah, that, I like that too. I was even thinking Boston, but I, I like that. So, I like that. So um, I, I, don't, I don't know. He's just a, he's a he's a tough player. He, to I really like that Washington, especially when you got Bill and Westbrook. I like that. And you have Borton, so right three man's don't, really, don't have to uh don't away. have to really occupy the the, the hey what's this in four? Okay. Okay. I'm saying this is in four. We we doing bets or what? I mean, oh, yeah. oh, here he go. <laughs> Hey, he don't pay. He don't pay. He, he, <laughs> just, he, read, read the contract. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> <laughs> I pay. <laughs> I pay. I pay y'all. But, um, yeah, I can definitely see him maybe. I think the biggest one, like you said, because you don't want him to be your number one. So, yeah, it would have to be that. I, I look at Phoenix, especially if he can get up next year or the next couple years while Chris Paul is still there. Which and like you said, I don't know if that's gonna work out to him as either. Where with you know, Deion, so yeah, with Deion, yeah, that's true too. Well, you know, they can move on with him as well. Either or, I mean, you know, I don't know. But <laughs> but the thing is, you could probably put him at the four. You could, you could. I mean, that's the thing with him. I mean, he's he's that versatile. You could probably put him at the four, mm-hmm. and um, you know, do what you gotta do there. I, I think he would be a nice piece in Phoenix. But I, like the whole Chris Paul thing, I don't know because Chris Paul can rub people a little bit the wrong way. Yeah, some people not too fond of him, especially like you know the guys. Like I hope you don't have a big baby type of uh, you know response, right? <laughs> All Chris do is triple, 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 triple. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, right? <laughs> but um, yeah. So, first round playoff matchup that will live up to the hype. I'm gonna go with you first, Jalen. I am going to say, uh, I'm gonna say uh, Clippers and and Dallas. I I think it's gonna be a quick series. I do, but. We know how exciting it was last year with Luca um, going against Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard, and of course Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have a lot to prove. So either they're going to be going crazy or they're going to wilter like they did against um, against the, the Nuggets. 
So, and of course we know, and that's all they've been talking about today is uh, how they ducked the Lakers in, in, in round two. So I don't know how that is. They just, I don't know, but I do think that I'm excited to see how they bounce back, um, how they bounce back uh, from, from last year. So I, I would say Clippers and Dallas. All right, before we proceed, and I, that's the talk that's been pissing me off the whole time. I, I'm a Bulls fan, but I professionally I do cover the Clippers for um challenge to the NBA carousel. But no, 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 because how people saying that we're avoiding the Lakers, like that's impossible. What if they lose tomorrow and then yeah. they and then they the AC ain't nobody avoiding nothing? Like that pit that literally pisses me off. It's like why are people painting that picture? Is it we're chilling, we're resting. We're chilling. Yeah. And then it's just like what if the Lakers lose tomorrow? Then they will be. They, then they potentially will be the AFC. Then we may potentially play them in the second round. Nobody ducking nobody. So it's like I, that, that. That whole day, I just been pissed off about that. I almost, I almost, I almost went on a Kwame Brown rant. <laughs> Seriously, because hey man, to me, that's, that's disrespecting that's, my boy. To me, that's just dumb. Like to me, it's just like how can a team that's already and did they thing. Ducking. You think they ducking? How are we ducking? No, the Lakers are ducking. If you want to, if you want to put on two sides, ain't nobody ducking nothing. Like, cause if oh. the Lakers lose, the Lakers, then, if the Lakers lose Wednesday, and then they, they and then if they win Friday, hey, we don't have to play them. It don't even matter. Like, ain't nobody ducking nobody. Hey, you talk to the narrative makers in your team. Don't be throwing nobody else into the mix. What you mean the Lakers ducking? What you talking about? Hey. You know what I'm saying? Just gonna throw other people in. We ain't even got nothing to do. <laughs> right. I'm just like I, I mean I'm telling you, I, I hey, tell you, I, I will I, say I, this. Right. They better focus because I remember last season. I think if they could have easily lost against the Mavs last last playoff. Seriously. I yeah, I mean, but it's a different team, it's a new day. We're gonna fact we're gonna find out about this team. Well, ain't nobody ducking nobody. But ain't nobody ducking nobody. Like, how, oh my god, how, are you getting like, a bonus from them? What is going no. on? Are you getting a bonus from them? You getting a bonus? You getting no. free wings? No, no, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh. They just hey, I didn't, you know, free wings. Tom Paul George hit a three. <laughs> I should on the. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's that's the narrative. Like you said, I've been that just been pissing me off the whole day. I'm just like. It just makes you just don't even want to watch daytime sports debates because it's porn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's corny. You know what I mean? Like they they do what they supposed to do, man. Like everybody keeps forgetting, man. Like these dudes been playing for a while. You know? Oh my god! Right. You know what I mean? Lord have mercy. But anyway, you um. Yeah, we, we pick we, my. Yeah. I was gonna pick the Clippers and Matt, but uh, I'm gonna say the Heat versus the Bucks. And um and like I say it's so many man like it's a lot but I'm gonna put the Heat versus the Bucks to see if um if uh, the Bucks gonna be to uh and do what they supposed to did last year <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> um, you know yeah <laughs> um to go I, I think it's gonna be Knicks Hawks I think that's gonna be a seven game series we might have a seven game I'm in the guard. I yeah. I have to say these two these are the two underachieving teams in the Eastern Conference and they're playing in, I think it's going, and they're a contrast of styles. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's mm-hmm. gonna make you know these that, these type of styles make for fights, not in the yeah, not in the that way, but more so X the nose. Mm-hmm. Um, I just and I'm just really curious as far as and this it's gonna be I think this is definitely gonna be the ultimate seesaw uh, matchup where you can see the Knicks win one, the Hawks win one, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, because I you know as far as and then you're looking at just what. The Knicks harness their defense, you know, Julius Randle, Alex Burks, those guys, uh, Derrick Rose, uh, RJ Barrett's coming on along. Um, he's doing his thing. He's definitely mm-hmm. um, he's definitely having a coming up party this year. And he, this is what the Hawks, you know, you look at uh, Bogdanovich, um, also Trey Young. Like, is Trey Young, like you said, is he ready for the, the bright lights? Um, yeah. Do his thing. And then you just look at just their their team as well. I definitely think this this matchup is going to live up to the hype. This is probably going to be maybe the only uh, seven game series because, like as Jalen alluded to early in his unpopular opinion of the night, Wizards in four. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be good too. I'm hoping Trey Young show up, man. I'm I really I hope he's I'm I'm want him to explode and be like you know what I'm saying. I'm here. I, I'm, yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. You know what I mean. I think that's Gian, I think Giannis heard a lot of what, what they mm-hmm. talked about last year and the year before against the uh, 76ers. I think he's about to he's about to have a series against Bam and all of them. So I, I can I can I can see I think that's gonna be a good series too, but I can see Giannis right. crazy. Honestly. He has to. I think he got to. I think I yeah. think because he been you know they don't they're not really talking much about him too. You know what I mean? I, I would and, say they, I'm not fine. Me to cut you off. I would say they. Have, I would say he he doesn't have to because of Drew Holiday. I think mm-hmm. Drew Holiday claims that he is the ultimate band aid for any team. Um, and I think there there could be games where Giannis struggles or they they do the wall thing like they always do, put Bam on him and and the big guys. But then you look up like, oh shoot, Drew has 28. Right. So I think I think. I think Drew Holiday definitely. If they had Drew Holiday last year, I think that series would have gone a whole lot differently because you could have put. Of course, we know about the injury to Giannis, but mm-hmm. you could have thrown on Jimmy Butler. And of course, if you ask anybody in the league, Drew Holiday more than likely will make the All NBA defensive team. So, I, I think I think that's going to be a good series as well. So I agree with, with that. Yeah. All right. Lower seed likely to make the conference finals. Oh, you got Jalen. I got Golden State. Um, I got Golden State because of Steph. Um, of course, I don't want to be the one. I know I said Wizards and Fours, so you know how I feel about that one. But <laughs> realistically, I would say Golden State because if you look at, um, I think that. They probably won't have to see uh, Lakers or Clippers maybe until the conference finals. So they would have to go up. Maybe if they get the AC, they'll have to go up against Utah. But they're going up against Utah that their they their best player will be coming off an injury that he's been he's been out for like a month or two. Um, then they'll have to go against a younger team in Phoenix. And of course, Phoenix has been great all year, but we do want to see what they look like in the playoffs. And while Golden State is a young team outside of Draymond Green and and, and uh, Curry, you have Draymond Green and Curry. 
So I would say probably I'll say Golden State. Uh, I don't think they win at all, of course, but I do think that they have. I mean, they're number one off. They're number one in offensive efficiency um, in the league. So I'll say I'll say Steph just goes crazy like he did at Davidson and, and gets them to the conference finals. Yeah. Who you got, Maui? Lakers. Come on now, you know it. What are you even talking about? Well, you know, they really probably should be a top seed. It's kind of not fair, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but you know, I know that um, AD and um, I think the best thing that really hurt that helped them was the last five games. And I saw some different things. I always looked at Caruso to step up. I always looked at uh, KCP to step up. But I think a lot of players like Matthews, his defense, I think he's getting confident, his confidence up. Um, definitely THT, you know what I mean? Um, and then I think Drummond is starting to uh, figure out his role a little bit more. And then I like how they're figuring out how to use Marcus all a little bit, a little bit more also. Cause it was hard. It's horrible at the beginning of the season. You know what I mean? But you know, I think we go, I think they're going to get it together. I think the main thing, my whole thing with the Lakers is my mentality is we need to stop focusing if LeBron or AD is going to be healthy, play like you, they're not going to be there. Because you've been doing that and you've been winning. You know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, you're relying on your defense. The Lakers' big biggest issue is late in the third quarter, early in the fourth, almost in the mid-fourth, they just stop scoring. It'd be horrible. Like, okay, somebody score, B. Because really, if they did consistently score, they would probably blow people out by 20 and 25. Because they defense be on point. Yeah, that's that's the only that's the only thing. Even with Braun, even with AD, that's the only right. Fear I have with the Lakers because they can go and scoring droughts and they don't have like one minute scoring droughts. They have three, yeah, like five minute scoring droughts. Five minute scoring yeah. droughts. Yeah, yeah they've, been at, they've been at 28 for like five minutes, and right. it's like you don't want it. You don't want that to happen against a Portland. You don't want that to happen against a Golden State. You don't want that to happen right. against a Phoenix. So right. that's that's the only thing I fear. Not to mention, yeah, you say THT. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, look good and of course Dennis Schroeder mm-hmm. but when you look at the playoffs in those positions you're gonna one night one series you might have to go against Donovan Mitchell the next right. series you have to go against Dane the next or you're gonna have right. to go with Steph and it's like yeah. can those play I, of course you have Braun of course you have AD they're gonna right. be top two of right. the three players on the floor but can you know once you take LeBron okay so say you put LeBron on the point guard then then right. you know who is you still got Rudy Gobert stopping stuff at the at the rim. You still right. have, uh, you know, CJ McCollum may go crazy. So it's just, mm-hmm. will those scoring droughts really affect them? Like, that's David. So. I lied to you not, and it's the that's the worst thing because obviously they up by fifteen or twenty. It's like they get up by ten or fifteen, and then they just be like, okay, let's just. Let it be for what it is. It didn't. It'd be like five minutes left or in the game, and you like the hell you know yeah. what i mean uh, how Every are they time. Well, 15 how are they down three and then it's like right. starts wiping it's like oh here we go but it's just like that should it should never get to that point because you're going to play a never. team where they come all the way back and you get down three and their best player damian lillard is over here going crazy in the fourth or right. you look and steph curry has 28 in the fourth i'm like oh shoot like but you know what's weird it's never the star player it's, it's always never, somebody yeah. it's always the person that's going crazy on the team is a like, man who the hell is this exactly <laughs> Sadiq Bay, who is this? Right, right. right. It's crazy. 
Right. Um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's going to be a cross between um, L.A., the, or the Lakers, and Portland. Um, I think that mm-hmm. lower seed is, is really, really intriguing. Yeah. That, lower, that lower bracket, if, if everything plays into, in, into to fruition, um, the Lakers get that seven seed, they play Phoenix. I can definitely see them advancing past uh, Phoenix. And then playing, I would I probably go on assumption Denver. Well, not assumption, but they'll either play the Denver Portland winner, which and you look at it, it, we could have a six seven matchup mm. in in the semifinals, and yeah. one, mm-hmm. you know one of these teams could advance. Um, those are two 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 teams that I'm looking as far as, as far as the lower seeds. The East, I think maybe Miami. Potentially, but then they gotta play Brooklyn in the second round. So I'm like, eh, nah, that would that would that would definitely not. So that would be the only one who I could see have a legitimate shot because the East is just so like top heavy. So it's like to a point where I don't even think a lower seed could even do that. Like I would say, if there is a lower seed sure. that could do it. And of course, we we'll have to see if they get outside of the Wizards. Of course, they have to see if they get out of the uh, of the playing tournament. But I will look at Boston as far as say Kimba Kimba gets back to the Kimba that they thought they were getting. And of course, we know Jason Tatum can go crazy, um, as we've seen. He had a couple fifty. He had a couple. Well, he had a sixty point game this year. They they can met now. I know their center position is is god awful. If you're trusting Tristan Thompson, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you have, I mean, you have, right. you have Marcus Smart. You have those players. I don't think it could happen, but they can definitely if they match. Like they can match up with a couple people. It's just you know, it's it really depends on the Kimba that you're getting. Not saying he's their best player, but right. with Jalen Brown being out, you need Kimba to step up and at least look like the Kimba that the Charlotte Bobcats had. So you know, that's, you know. Bob Johnson, <laughs> Nelly. Yes. Right, <laughs> Sean May, <laughs> man, man. <laughs> man. little Ray, <laughs> man. Wouldn't that be crazy though if the if the uh, Wizards uh, get past the play game and then beat the Nets? Hey, hey, we, hey, we beat them what three times this year? That's all I'm saying. That's I'm, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm telling you. When I saw it, I said. You know, I, what I always say, Chris, I'm always thinking marketing, right? And I'm like, yo, that would be crazy. Because I still, everybody looking at the necessary way, I still think it's a collision course to fail every from every part about it, even hiring a coach. It's just something, you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like a, a bowl. Like, you know, when you go buy a bowl from Kentucky Fried Chicken or something like that, you got all that different stuff in there. And they're like, just put gravy on it. It's good. You know what I'm saying? It's just something ain't right. I just think their problem, and that kind of goes into the next question a little bit. I just think their problem is they lean too heavy on one side of the ball. Uh, That's right. Of course, you 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 get three of the top scores in the league, but you they really put their hat on. All right, we're going to do one thing and one thing great. Like this is Mike D'Antoni's system on on steroids because, like you. Mm-hmm. You look at all the champions as one, and not one since I think uh, Dallas was top, what's top ten in, in defense and offense, and they're I think number one or number two in offense, and like the one of the worst defensive teams in league history. 
So I just if they do lose, it's because they leaned way he- way too heavy on one side of the ball. Yes. Sorry to burst your bu- bubble jailing, but if the Nets lose to the Wizards, the devil will be wearing a North Face because it could be it'll be a cold day in hell if that happens. <laughs> Hey man, nobody thought UMBC was gonna be Virginia. That's all I'm saying. Shout <laughs> UMBC. I've been to UMBC before. That's a that's a a nice little quaint um a quaint uh, <laughs> campus on the outskirts of, of town. It's all, but, um, nobody nice, thought, nobody nice, thought the dog was gonna lose. It's all nice and nice selection of underclass young ladies. <laughs> 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 I digress. That's that's the old yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah, that's a nice little uh, university. I'll put it that way. Wow. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, stupid. So, um, how you see likely not to make the conference finals? I'm gonna go with you first, Jalen. Uh, I'm gonna go with Denver. I think mm. that while you have Nikola Jokic. They rely and because because and this mainly because Jamal Murray, you, I think you're going to start to see the effects of Jamal Murray not being there in the playoffs because a lot we're of course you have Nicole Jokic, but they lean heavily on Michael Porter Jr.'s offense with um, with the uh, homie being out and we've seen Michael Porter Jr. go crazy, but we've also seen him go like be god awful and when they're yeah. god. They lose those games. And that's no mm-hmm. offense to Nicole Jokic, but Nicole Jokic isn't the type of player that can go give you, you know, 35 while putting the ball in and breaking the defender off. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say you're really gonna start to see Jamal Murray not be there in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I'll say Denver. Yeah. yeah. I, I I agree with that. You got devil. Okay. Who you got? Um uh I said Knicks, but I'm gonna say Utah. You know what I mean? Probably for the same thing, for the same thing that you even saying um, about Denver. It's just you know, regular season is a regular season. Um, I'm not saying they didn't ball last year and they was real close. You know what I mean? To moving on, but it's just gonna be different in the playoffs. You got to prove it to them first. That's just you know, for me. And then Donovan Mitchell coming off. I just feel, figure. I just feel like. I just feel like it's gonna be a little different in the playoffs. I kind of feel. I kind of feel. I'm sorry. But I kind of feel the same way about Phoenix. I think you're. Yeah. While they've been incredible all regular season, this is a team outside of Chris Paul that has no playoff experience. Yeah. So that and this is as we all seen. This is a new animal at the playoffs. So I I, I, I agree with Utah. I agree with uh, Phoenix, and of course, like I said, yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I was gonna say Phoenix because I think they're gonna draw the Lakers, and I don't. And hell, I think even if Golden State, it could be kind of tricky. Um, yeah, I just don't see. I out of all the lower, I mean, the higher seeds, it's probably gonna be Phoenix. I could definitely see Utah making it because you think about it. If if you know, I would assume that first round matchup. Either well, I know I, I hate that we keep on not mentioning San Antonio and Memphis as if like they don't have a shot in it. <laughs> <laughs> but like they don't have a shot in hell. Let's <laughs> just keep it a buck. If if everybody listens to the podcast this weekend or whatever, they'll be out of it. So they'll it, it yeah. all makes sense. Yeah. So let's kind of be a little futuristic with it. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it'd be Phoenix more so than any team. Um, because even if they get past the Lakers, they still would have to play like either the win of Portland and, and, and Denver. So, and again, mm-hmm. and the playoff experience too is a little tricky because um, you just look at it. The playoffs is, is a different animal. And like you said, Chris Paul is the only one who has been in, in, in the playoffs essentially because I think everybody else for the, for the most part. Has not. Yeah, yeah but maybe that, like Jay Crowder, but still. Yeah. But, yeah. Still, but I for the most you, part, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I think Utah remind me of a little bit of the the Bucks. You know what I mean? Where they seem like the regular season team, and then they get in the playoffs, and it's just it's different. And then they have something to prove as well. Because remember, they put they had Denver in seven game series, and they almost pulled it off. That's what I said. They almost pulled situation. it off. Yeah. Right, man. So yeah. they're another team that we kind of rolled off in the beginning of the season. Um, right. We looked at them as kind of like kind of the middle of the pack, but they ended up being the number one seed in the Western Conference. So almost all the season. Right. They got a lot to prove. And I mean, who would ever thought that the road to the NBA Finals in the Western Conference would have to go through Utah? It's not 1998 anymore. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, and and the goat is not listening to Kenny Lattimore on the books. <laughs> the goat, <laughs> the real goat, the real goat. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, let's just be, let's keep it a buck. But anyway, let's go to our next, our final topic of the night. A uh, player likely to have a head turning playoff run. I'm gonna say more so like a. Jamal Murray kind of situation where I won't say out of nowhere, but just a guy that you, you see that can get can get hot and somebody that we can that we'll probably remember as far as the playoffs. Oh, Jelly, I'm. Are you on me? Uh, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go left field a little bit. I'm well, not really left field. I'm gonna say Jason Tatum. Mm. Jason Tatum because they need him to be that. Right. Uh, if they make it out the play in, which I, I I wholeheartedly believe they will, I think it's going to be Boston and, and Washington. I think that they need Jason Tatum to go crazy, and don't don't be surprised if we look up and Jason Tatum has a couple thirties, maybe a forty. Uh, hell, maybe a fifty. How the offense is going this year? I, I'm gonna say Jason Tatum. Okay, we got Maui. Um, I said Bradley Beal. Um, you know the last few seasons, you know, he's in the play, he's in the playing game. If they win, he's in the playoffs. And I know the last few seasons has always been talks about um him being in the All Star game, or it's just always something. You know what I mean? I just feel like you know Bradley Beal he got a chance. He, he's there. You know, say so he got a chance. For people to see who he really is. We all know who he is, but I just I just I picked him, and I'm I'm hoping AD. <laughs> I'm hoping AD or Trey Young, but I said Bradley Bill. You know what I mean? He was just always a name. They talking about trading him. They talking about this. He resigned, right? Yeah, but of course they're still talking about they they wanted to do like force 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 his way out and stuff like some players. Yeah, but but I feel like the last month and a half, it, the energy done changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, they starting to believe in themselves. They, you know, what I'm saying something's going on. They look happy, also. Yeah. And sometimes it just takes for you know the players to trust one another. And you know he a beast. I mean, you know when they was really really sorry. Some games they he a beast. And I think it's a lot of players that's that's actually 
got a chance to really show like, hey, it's time to, you know, it's time to move on from the old players and it's, it's some new players in this league. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm saying Bradley Beal. It was my, it was my second, it was my second pick, but I, I didn't pick him because I thought he was already a star. So yeah. <laughs> it don't matter because Maz is a star as well. Maz is a star of all stars. Oh, I know you guys. Devin Booker. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Devin Booker. Fun. I think he is going to be a guy. I think regardless of whoever he plays, Golden State or the Los Angeles Lakers, I think he's going to be a guy that's going to. There's really nobody on there on either one of those teams that could stop him defensively. I think he's gonna mm-hmm. go off. I think he's gonna go off in, in that series, and he's gonna have to if this team wants to advance in this in the second round. So I definitely look at Devin Booker, and this is like his coming out party. Um, this mm-hmm. be his you know his first playoff run, and you know a lot of people don't really pay attention to the Phoenix Suns. Almost as similar mm-hmm. as Jamal Murray. Like when we look at Jamal Murray, no one really pays attention to the. Uh, Denver Nuggets per se, um, as far as you know, most East Coast NBA guys don't really mm-hmm. stay up to watch Denver. But mm-hmm. I'll also say, watch out for Devin Booker. Devin mm-hmm. Booker, he, as we know, he can he can ignite and go crazy. Um, yeah. So even though they lost when he dropped seventy, which nobody talks about, right? Uh, <laughs> Devin Booker can definitely go crazy. So watch out for Devin Booker. Yeah, too. yeah, and that's a, yeah. Playoff, so you know he's he's going. He has a point to prove. So yeah, I, I say watch out for Devin too. Yeah, yeah, Devin, yeah, Devin Booker was my first, uh, my first choice as well. Yeah, and he did that at what twenty years old? Exactly. Which is, I, and that's another thing. Why you think God? You think God? These dudes, like they, it's funny they 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 young OGs, mm-hmm. and it's the most weirdest thing like in the NBA. Like, like uh, I didn't, I didn't, I just realized um, Zion just turned twenty. Right, he'd be twenty one in July. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that's crazy. You know, back to that Devin Booker thing. You know, yeah. when he got seventy, Chris Paul wasn't there. Exactly. And a few yeah. times I've seen them. Yeah, he looked like you could tell. I think Chris Paul learned something when he played with Harden. And he was like, any team I play for, I've got to be able to have that whip to say, hey, we got to play like this if we're going to move forward. Because even when he played for the Thunder, they was they was all right. You know what I mean? I ain't even going to lie. They was all right. You know what I mean? But I, I was I've been sit, I was sitting here and I was watching stuff and I was just like, yo, Devin don't look like he's as fiery and, and like and his swag ain't there like it was before. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, like I don't see that. You know, I think, it looks like I think it's because when you're so used to it's kind of like the Westbrook syndrome. It's like right. when you're so used outside of the course Kevin Durant days, but right, you're right. so used to being the man and right. being, playing alongside somebody that while you might be skillfully better, you're not the man. That that's that's tough, man. It's like like I said, you saw I saw, this, I saw the same thing I saw. What you're talking about, the first few games when we saw James Harden play with uh, Chris Paul. Yep. Um, right. I saw this. I saw you're seeing the same Blake thing. Blake Griffin. You're seeing the same thing with Kimball Walker and Jason Tatum. It's like, oh, shit. Right. I'm so used to taking 30, 40 shots a game. Now right. I'm not even the best player on, this, on the team. And it's like, I don't know if he's done a good job or I don't know if he's – I'm not going to say doing a good job, but I don't know if he's been able to – not saying he's been bad. I don't know if he's been able to adjust to the fact that while I'm the best player still, 
I may not be the most important, and the ball does not run through me like it's done my entire career. Hell, even right. at Kentucky, he wasn't the main at Kentucky, but they still ran the offense through him. So right. Right. this is this is definitely a shell shock in my opinion. Yeah, and he's 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 the, he's not the only alpha dog exactly in the kennel. But I think I think that um, that's going to be. I think that's if they don't win, if they don't go far this year, I think that's something that that conversation need to happen to let loose just a little bit because they would be so much. I think they'd be even they'd be dangerous, dangerous. If but you just get sense that he's a lot, lot more disciplined this year. But they they're success. So what can yeah. you say? Yeah. And our, our boy Cam, <laughs> our boy Cam, happy mm. for him. <laughs> uh, our little nephew, little Cam Johnson. Man, I'm like, <laughs> so, fellas, let's put a bow on this week's Couch Coach Live, man. Um, any final thoughts before we um, before we dip out, guys? I'm gonna go with you first, uh, Maui. Any final thoughts? Thank you, Kwame Brown. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kwame Brown. Hey, no, Ron, I'm being honest with you. I, you know, not be negative, but man, I've been working like crazy. I was so tired, and I just ran across that story, and I thought it was gonna be like five minutes, and In two days. Kwame Brown, right? And it was like, and it's more and more coming, and I needed something like that in my life because if I seen one more thing about damn Joe Budden, I was gonna lose my mind. Anyway. <laughs> Rory and Mal, you fired. <laughs> <laughs> I want to uh, first shout out and send prayers to Asia Durr for people that know her, don't know her. She, uh, she's supposed to be a star in the WNBA. However, due to COVID uh, symptoms, she hasn't been able to play the last two years. And as she's a, she's a prime example of COVID hits everyone differently. I think mm-hmm. she says she gets COVID symptoms as far as like asthma-like symptoms, which she's never had in her life, five minutes on the court, so which is not allowing her to play. And this is also jeopardizing her, her career in the WNBA, because like I said, this will be the second consecutive year. So I definitely want to shine light on Asia Durr, who played, or supposed to be playing for the New York Liberty, and definitely send out prayers and condolences to her, not saying she's dead or anything, but I hope that her body is able to uh, get back to doing what she loves to do. And, and she's incredibly talented in doing, and that is playing basketball at the highest level. So shouts out. And I hope that she, her body is able to, you know, turn around and that's Asia dirt. The, I think she was the second overall pick about two or three years ago. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. More so um, Washington football related. Um, definitely huge shout out to Ryan Kerrigan, man. Um, yeah. hey, you know, he's another, hey, I mean, he had to go where he had to go. I mean, I know the whole Philly situation, but still, it sucks that he gone, but what he did for us, and, and I always look at him, and that's one thing, too, when you look at the situation, like, he's, he was a consummate pro, even in that tough year. It's funny, when you, you, you know the makeup of a team when you're bad. When that thir- three and thirty. I applauded him, Adrian Peterson, all these guys who were able to be, were the leaders of that team, and still had a brave face after we lost. I mean, we got our teeth kicked in thirteen out of sixteen times we played in yeah. twenty nineteen. He was one of the ones that kept on, um, you know, just, just keeping the morale up and what have you. 
Um, definitely um, wish him luck on his venture, except for December the 19th and January the 2nd when we play them. So the other 15 games he played, gr- good luck. But <laughs> but them two them, them two matchups in December and January is on. But that's a huge shout out to Ryan Kerrigan, man. So we'll go around the horn. Uh, social medias, where can they find you? I'm going to go with you first, Maui. Social media. Oh, man, Deshaun Morgan on uh, Facebook and uh, DT, DT Morgan 78 Instagram. Jalen. Hey, man, I don't care if you follow me on social media. Please, please, please subscribe to the Unpopular Podcast uh, YouTube channel. It is, I think, the Unpopular Podcast. It's the the logo right there. It has the headphones. Um, I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers by my birthday, which is in July. Uh, So, again, you don't have to follow my Facebook. You don't have to follow the Instagram. You don't have to follow none of that. Go to the Unpopular Podcast YouTube channel and subscribe. I don't even care if you watch or not. Just subscribe. It would definitely mean a lot, and it definitely be an honor. So, that's all I'm trying to do. Yeah, man. Get that brother some watch time minutes so he can get that. Hey. hey I, don't even, I just I just want I want the world, I want as um, as much people as God allows to see my vision. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the people that have been rocking with me and, and rocking with me every week, all week, is definitely a blessing. It's definitely an honor. And I'm just trying to get as many people to see the vision that God's giving me, man. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm trying to get as much as, as as God allows. So that's that's all I'm really trying to do, man. Yep. Yeah, man. Definitely uh, follow the podcast um, on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts, um, Couch Coach Live. Also, subscribe to our YouTube. I got to definitely get on my YouTube game because it's been slacking as of late. <laughs> um, definitely get on the YouTube. Uh, check us out. Uh, also, check us out on um on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on the Couch Coach Live. Then also follow us on TikTok. We're getting a little, you know, getting a little traction on TikTok, kind of trying to find different kind of, kind of funnels to bring them into this live space that we have every Tuesday night. So, um, yeah, man, definitely um, huge shout out. And huge shout out to um, my guys, uh, Jeff, uh, the pod father, then my guy, Mo and uh, Mo Gotti. Uh, my guys, they uh, chimed in tonight. Definitely appreciate them for tuning in and uh, interacting with us tonight. Uh, definitely uh, appreciate everybody who's uh, been following the podcast, following the movement. Um, you. No, no shows this week. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, don't have anything planned until next week. So this is probably going to be it for me for the rest of the week, which is a weird thing. Weird. We'll see. You know, yeah. I, might, I might hop in. Um, I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with jailing those. Um, was it Twitter Spaces? Twitter Spaces? It's like a, I think it's like Clubhouse for Twitter. I have no idea, man. I, I think I'm supposed to. I might be hopping on one of them this weekend. I'm not sure. We, I, it's, it's, I, it's tentative. It's a TBA situation for me. I'm not sure. All I know is the Unpopular Podcast drops every Wednesday, so be on the lookout. Uh, yeah. next, uh, tomorrow's episode, I'm going to give my all-NBA, uh, all three teams. I'm going to give my rookie team, my defensive team. I'm going to talk about Kyrie, uh, and I'm going to talk about some like, oh, where I was wrong for my preseason predictions and where I was right. Uh, and then, of course, look out on Saturday. I'm going to give the Unpopular Podcast, um, I guess, the perlatives. So definitely be on the lookout for that, man. So I don't know yeah. about no, no Twitter spaces. I, I'm not a tech-savvy dude. So. Hey. <laughs> I, I and, bro, at this point, it's, trying to, it's, it's another thing. I, you know, got to be innovative. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm like you, Jalen. I'm, I'm, I'm an old man now. I got, I got a little gray in my beard. 
adjusting all these little technology things is somewhat of a challenge, but it, it brings more ears to the pod. It brings more ads to the YouTube. Perfect. Just doing what you can to kind of get your get the, get this stuff out there. So I'm gonna just just uh, dibble and dabble with the spaces and we'll do that this weekend and just just try to find innovative ways to funnel the podcast into the into the live where they can uh, check us out in in complete live form. So yeah, man, life is about you know. Hey, we, hey, I'm gonna see how it work out. Shoot, hey, I respect. Put you. I'll put you on one of them. Put you in one of the spaces. I think it's like a clubhouse. My memory serves correct. It's almost kind of like that kind of thing where you're just going to be in a group of like almost like kind of like a meetup, like a huddle type of situation. Oh, cool. I'm not I'm not really sure about, but I think it's like almost like a clubhouse. Well, maybe minus the the last the the. Um, the, 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 you know, man, it's the, the, you know, the, the capping and what those kids say, caps, yeah. <laughs> man, it's the cap and oh. the egos. But other than that, I think it's, it's a similar situation. You might do have a little cap and a little, uh, you know, damn. So he really, he now. really hurting. Yeah. But, and it's crazy, man. What a, what a night. I mean, who would have thought we had a great night. Definitely huge shot. Todd got jelly for coming on the podcast. And the Indiana Pacers scored 144 points. Well, they beat that. They beat that. <laughs> if anybody, anybody was, oh, hold on. They got, hold on. Bradley Bill Limpet? Oh, hold on. Oh, um, yeah. That's what I said. Hey, hey. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, man. If you need the hamstring, I ain't doing nothing for the next few hours. Oh, all right. <laughs> Come on, right. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, man. man. So. Yeah, man. So for Maui and Jalen, our popular podcast, this has been this week's Couch Coach Live, man. We'll catch you next week. Much love, man. Welcome. Yes, sir.